Welcome to the VoiceOver Insider free podcast, a service, of course, of Julie Williams' free VoiceOver Insider. For industry news, tips, and information, be sure to subscribe at www.voiceoverinsider.com. I'm Paul O'Connor, here to introduce our host, Julie Williams. What's coming up on the podcast today? Thanks, Paul. In this episode of the VoiceOver Insider free podcast, we're going to be talking to Celia Siegel, who is an acclaimed um, was an acclaimed agent for, for 14 years at CESD in LA, Wayman in Minnesota, and uh, JE in San Francisco, and is now a manager of umpteen very, very, very successful talents. So um, thank you for joining us, Celia. D- tell me, what's the difference between an agent and a manager? Oh, that's a good question, Julie. Um, your agent is responsible for bringing you opportunity negotiating your booking is, you know, creating those contacts in your career. So having a great agent is a wonderful thing. Um, A talent manager is somebody who helps design your entire career. So really a manager's premier responsibility is figuring out what's up with your voiceover career, where you want to go, and helping you make really great decisions to go as far as you can. Um, so it's kind of a person who is, is, is a partner to your agent um, to help you rocket in your career. As a manager, are you a consultant who tells me where to go and somebody who will also follow up and market me to certain people or, or let your contacts know that I'm available? Absolutely. So a manager, um, you know, or my management company in particular, Um, we definitely help people get the right team around them. I always say that there are no successful CEOs, celebrities, voice talent, you know, successful people have team members. So that's right. right. I definitely help people, you know, you and I were just talking about great accountants and Mm -hmm. bookkeepers and coaches and, um, you know, all the people that you need to be your best. So I help people marry with the right agents and the right helpers. Some of my agents have like hundreds, I don't know how many, but hundreds of females on their roster. Um, what, what does a management have? Is there like a typical set number or, or what's a ballpark figure of what a good manager would have? You know, I mean, it depends on the company. I mean, I've got six people who work alongside with me helping to market. We're very big into marketing and educating the world about our clients' voices. Um, I keep my roster really small. I talk to my clients weekly, you know, if not daily. But my roster is always, you know, under 20. So, um, yeah, it's a much more... Um, day-in, day-out relationship. So management companies tend to have smaller rosters. Um, you know, certainly they could be bigger than 20, but talent agencies, they need to represent a few of everything. So just right. based on how the business goes, I mean, they could literally have hundreds of people on the roster. Mm-hmm. Now, you just wrote a book called Voiceover Achiever, Brand Your VO Career and Change Your Life. And I, I think that's an incredible book for inspiring somebody, a wake-up call that voiceover talents, you know, we do need a brand just like Kellogg's does. How do you determine what somebody's brand is and, and what is it, you know, obviously we're talking about things that are in the book. So through the book, it talks about this. How do I, Julie Williams, determine what my brand is? We'll get to my brand in a second. Yay. But how do I, you know, brand new person, you know, Julie Williams, John Doe, Jane Doe, whatever, determine what brand I have? And I'm just getting into this. I mean, that's why I wrote the book. My first reason I wrote the book is 
just to really get people on board and excited and, and understand how powerful it can be to have a personal brand um, so that everybody needs one. It's a way to compete in this highly, highly competitive world of ours. Um, so it's that realization of like, okay, I see how this could help me. So that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing is, you know, how do I get there? And I love branding. I think about it all the time because I am really geeky that way. <laughs> uh, but I know that some people cringe away from it because it seems overwhelming. And they, they think they have to make up something that is, you know, sticky or um, like sing-songy. And I tell them that that's not really what your brand is. Your brand is who you are. You know, it's what people say about you after you leave the room. It's the story that people have about you. It's the experience of working with you. And if you can package that up so people understand you, it can take you far. Just think about it. One person has a client who's got like Doug Turkel's branding, the unnouncer. Oh my gosh, best brand I have ever seen. Um, uh, if they see him and then they see Joe Doe, that's a John Doe that says, you know, John Doe voiceovers. I mean, who are they going to think is the newbie, even if they're not? And who are they going to think is the professional that they can trust with their almighty client? Right. right? We are advertising to advertisers. Okay, so when we're, we're talking about, you know, cutesy, da-da-da-da-da, um, what if my name is like um, Julie Campbell, and uh, that somebody might be named that, I'm just taking it, my name, and then Campbell, okay. Is it too cliche to use Campbell's soup can with a, you know, uh, maybe cream of, cream of script soup, uh, you know, da-da-da, because my name is Campbell? How cliche is that? Or is that okay, because they'll remember me? In my opinion, that's a no. It really wouldn't say anything about you, so remember- And it's kind of trite. It is. And yeah, it's not doing any soul searching. So this is about like digging in and what is it about you that makes you different than everybody else on the planet? Um, Not some little kitschy attaching to something else. Mm -hmm. And what about if I put a microphone uh, with a little logo on my, on my demo, on my webpage and stuff like that? How, how will that work as a brand? I mean, it tells them I do voiceover. Yeah. I mean, you know, you talk to people about branding, you know, you look at a panel of people talking about voiceover branding. The microphone is kind of a hated cliche, like, oh, that's such a no-no. You know, you hear that all the time. You know, it does say you do voiceover, but, you know, if somebody comes to your voiceover site, they've looked for you. You know, the people who don't understand what you do aren't the ones who are coming to hear you. So um, it's a little overdone. It can work, and if you do it, make it very well designed. But I tend to steer away from that. It feels like a cliche. Yeah. All right, let's talk about branding, specific branding um, that you can share with us. Let's start with my brand, because Celia did my brand five or six years ago now. It's five years ago, yeah. Been a while. So let's talk about the process and how we came up with my brand of easier said and done. Perfect. Yeah, yours was so fun to work on. So, and we talk about this in the book. We actually have the brand finder that I used with Julie in there. So we did a whole process of figuring out who you work for, who your ideal client is, who are you, what are people saying about you? And we came up with a bunch of fun writing and brand positioning statements. And in the end, what really stood out about you, Julie, was Every time you talk about yourself in this business 
and get excited and have passion. When we looked at what buyers were saying about you and why they kept coming back in the testimonials, it was all about, yes, you're a fabulous voice talent and have a beautiful voice, you know, but you and everybody else out there. So exactly thing. And it was this recurring theme. We want to look for recurring themes, both coming from you and your buyers of how you kick butt and you over deliver business wise. I make their job easier. That's what they all say. I make their job so easy. Easier. So anytime that you can make your branding and your marketing about not Julie Williams, but about the people you serve, the better. Mm -hmm. So we created a brand that really talked about how you can rock their world and it resonates with people. The other cool thing is your brand is so well designed. It's very beautiful to look at. Um, you know, we looked at fonts and colors that kind of felt like you, that blue gives this peaceful feeling of business, trust. you know, wink, trust, business. And then you, you're well known for medical narration and blue is also a color we think of for taking care of mm -hmm. in medical field. So, yeah. And now tell me about um, somebody else's brand that you've done, um, because I, I don't know all of the people. Um, we just know that the recurring theme, easier said and done, said more about me than saying, oh, Julie has, you know, a great voice, which 100 million people do. Julie is a great talent. You know, it's not good enough to be a great talent anymore. No. You know, so we can't promote those things. But this, you know, this was who Julie is. Now tell me who somebody else is and how you determined that. Okay, so, you know, I guess maybe the best way on that is, you know, in the book, I have a ton of examples and pictures and case studies on brands and how we got there. And I also have examples on my website, and you can just see how everybody is unique. And the cool thing is, is if you know these voice talent, you should be able to pick them out of whose brand belongs to what talent. Oh, that would be a fun little test, you know, might match, the, match the brand with the talent. Yeah. Yeah. With their voice. So that's what we're going for here is, you know, if I could play your demo and then match it to your brand, it creates trust. Right. Um, so, oh, I don't know whose brand to talk about. Um, I've done so many and I, I just love them all so much. Um, you know, when I do talks at conferences and I have to like pick out brand examples, I always have such a hard time because mm -hmm. I love them all so much. You know, I'm looking here at Andy Duncan. Um, male a, or female? Male or female? She's a female. Okay. She lives in Canada. She is a, a, a writer, a comedy writer and very funny and has an edge to her. And she's a mom, like one of those quintessential hardcore mom of boys. Um, and we did her brand, Motherload VO, where <laughs> smart, silly, and serious play extremely well together with this really fun, funny, grabby visual to it that makes her look kind of badass. I need a husband like that who vacuums while I'm on the couch. Exactly. That's, that's really Don't cute. we all? Definitely yeah. any mother can relate to that one as it comes out. Indeed. <laughs> Some people will have to come up with their own brand as maybe not, uh, honestly, I don't think a real newbie should be creating their brand because they haven't established their technique, their style, their persona soon enough to be putting together a brand. So what can we do in the meantime? And when do you think it's time to start creating an actual, you know, coming to someone like you and creating a brand? 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with that statement. Um, it's not the same thing as working with a demo producer, where definitely you do not want to spend the money before you you know, are a really awesome talent and you know, you're ready to go and you're not just going to have to redo your demo in six months when you're better. Right. Um, But your brand, because you are your product and it already exists within you, it is something that you as a newer talent can really save a lot of time by thinking about what your brand is as you put together, you know, your demos in your career. And your training. Um, yeah. And your training and all of that. It really emerges before that. So I think personally, there's no time like the present to brand for anybody in any profession. But like how you- can you do that? Because I, when I work with my students, you know, first we're getting them to be great. We're, we're making their strengths excel and we're getting their weaknesses up to, you know, uh, we're making the weaknesses great and then the strengths greater so they can really soar. But sometimes what I call golden tools, which are what's going to make them unique, don't emerge, even in some who have been doing voiceover for a while, because I, I coach, you know, New York and LA talent uh, who've been doing this a while. And I coach, you know, the newbie, you know, down in, in Kansas City, who's never done this before, you know, how can I do this before those golden tools begin to just emerge? The signature sound, I guess, is what I'm looking for. Yeah, the signature sound. So, I mean, I think that like, let's say some, you know, actor out of high school came to you, you know, mm-hmm. some 20 year old guy, you know, who's been acting his whole life and, and is, is getting into voiceover, you know, really when you start to do your brand, you know, and if you look at these branding questions in voiceover achiever, you know, it's about you, the 20 year old, you know, young person in his business what do you like? What do people notice about you? You know, where are your passions? You know, what do people say about you when you perform? Like, it's really already there. And even if you don't know yet that you're going to be a video game star, that personality and those acting skills to, to let you achieve on that level, they're already there. Mm-hmm. So it's really my belief. It's about authenticity and taking an honest look at who you are as a human being. Mm-hmm. And being honest and not perfect, that's when the brand doesn't work. The only times the brands don't work is when people are trying to be absolutely perfect and then you're not saying anything about yourself. But I think if you're willing to take a look at who you are as a performer, no matter where you are in your career, a really great authentic brand can emerge. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And also it occurs to me that while we need to marry our professional uh, brand, we can divorce it later. Exactly. Or it can morph. Like you look at Coca-Cola, Target, 3M, you know. That's right. They don't change it. But I mean, they don't get rid of it. They don't go back to the drawing board, but they do modify it. Yeah. I mean, look at Amazon. They used to be a bookstore and then their brand became about speed and service. Mm -hmm. But it's still about the bookstore. It's still about Amazon. You know, it's just a morph. So definitely you can grow and conquer the world in your brand. We've been talking to Celia Siegel, branding expert, but a whole lot more than that, uh, marketing expert and manager. And uh, I, I did consultations with her. It was about five years, uh, five years ago. And we did, I don't know, a, a 
five session package or something like that, which culminated in, you know, not just a lot of career advice, but me branding as easier said and done and getting that out on the webpage and, and designing all that, you know, just basically everything. For someone who wants to do that, can, can you give me a, a, I hate to ask you this on here, but a ballpark figure uh, so people can think, can I really afford this right now? What would be a ballpark figure for a package like what I did? You know, I have all of my services listed on my webpage, celiasegal.com under the work with me tab. So you okay. can go on there and, and really get an idea about, you know, my full on package, which is a three month where you do the brand, your business plan. I oversee the, the design and launch of the website. And then we market you and educate the world about your voice. That's what most people come to me for is that full on my, my whole team and I get in your business and elevate it to the next spot, mm -hmm. you know, depending on what your goals are. So that's on there. And then I have hourly consulting and I've got some business consulting on there. Or you can just, you know, read my book and see how far you can get with a, with a group of your peers um, and really work through these exercises. And, you know, some people who are good at it can really, you know, find a spot on their own too. Okay, so that's voiceover achiever, brand your VO career, change your life, Celia Siegel. Um, and you can, uh, you can find that on Amazon. You can get it today. Spell Siegel for us. Sure, it's S-I-E-G-E-L. Okay, celiasegel.com is where you're going to find out more about Celia. And of course, you can you know, order the book from her or you can order the book from Amazon, which is what I did. Thank you very much for joining us on the VoiceOver Insider free podcast. I'm Julie Williams. Our guest today has been Celia Siegel. Thank you so much for being here with all this great information. Always so fun to be with you, Julie Williams. Thank you for inviting me. We have to do it again. Absolutely. Thanks again for joining us and we'll talk to you again next time. We're glad you were able to join us today. Feel free to email Julie with any questions at julie at juliewilliamscoaches.com. We'd like to thank our editor, Morning Joy Lynn, who can be reached at morningjoy at voeditor.com. And of course, thank you for listening. Till next time, I'm Paul O'Connor, along with Julie Williams, wishing you prosperity in all you do.